John Candy, Joe Flaherty, Matt Frewer, Tim Matheson, Melody Anderson, Sherry Belafonte, Brian George, the Smothers Brothers, Peter Doyle, John Snyder, Jamie Farr, Lee Van Cleef, Eugene Levy, Brooke Shields, Alyssa Milano, and Carl Lewis. This is Speed Zone on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Big for that. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No one! Hang on! It stinks. Hang on! This is a double! Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. This is the podcast where we talk about bad movies that we watch and you listen and enjoy it or else! I'm your host, Justin. With me are Sam and Jackie. Hi! Do I have to say it like that? Yes. Hi. Hello. Hello. No. Wrong. Start over. Hi. All right. Good take. Uh, Speed Zone is a film from 1989 that is the legitimate. The illegitimate. See, step, yeah, it's like yeah. the illegitimate child of the uh, Cannonball Run series. Yeah, the the redheaded bastard child that nobody wants to discuss because originally it was going to be Cannonball Run three, but nobody associated with the Cannonball franchise wanted to have anything to do with the Cannonball Run three. Is that correct, Sam? That's about what happened. So, other than Jamie Farr, who said, "Whatever." Yeah, well, he'll take cash. I'll take cash. Yeah. I'm Jamie Farr. Uh, so how did this get? going was it the the crew from sctv decided to do i think how it happened is is that they never gave up on the project eventually it gets shuffled around as we saw in the uh opening credits raymond chow right from jackie chan fame from golden harvest, golden harvest. Yeah. and this isn't a golden harvest film Correct. either right this is an orion picture which i don't know if orion's ever made a good movie ah uh, it's free <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so Orion gets Raymond Chow on board, and then they make it. But it probably was when they picked up Jim Drake as director. Okay, what's Jim Drake done? Jim Drake's done a lot of television. The only movies I think he's done is this and Police Academy 4. But he is the lone director for both incarnations of SCTV. Okay, all right. And so he's probably the connection that gets SCTV cast involved. John Candy, Eugene Levy, and... uh, uh, Joe Flaherty. Right, right, right. Uh, Jackie, have you uh, seen much of the SCTV stuff at all? No, I have no idea what, what you guys are even talking okay, about. Okay, maybe maybe some of the listeners don't. Okay, so we always talk about the Groundlings, mm-hmm. the L.A.'s comedy troupe. Which which is basically where Saturday Night Live pulls a lot of its talent from. They pull a lot of talent from mm-hmm. the Groundlings. Uh, and then in Chicago, there's a group called the Second City. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually, SNL pulls from Chicago's Second City as well. Second City is more enterprising, and they spread a little bit more than the Groundlings, and so there's different troops for Second City, and Toronto's Second City is actually where SCTV comes from. It's the Canadian uh, offspring of the original that actually became a little bit more famous. Our, this may be a dumb question, and we probably should have uh, uh, spoken to it when we had 
Joe Fulgham last week on our Battleship episode, who I want to thank again. Uh, thanks, Joe Fulgham from uh, from Canada, from such fame as from Canada, s- such fame as being Canadian. Yeah. Oh, he's been in some movies. Screw you both. Yeah, he's in The Man in the High Castle, which we learned. Uh, we should have asked him, but and maybe you know, but is now I know that Kids in the Hall is a Lauren Michaels produced program, but did they have any connections to SCTV at no. all? No. Okay. All right. So that's totally separate. Totally separate. Gotcha. All right. Uh, what about? Uh, isn't there some other famous Canucks that came out of SCTV? Canada? Yeah. Brian Adams. He woke no, up the no, neighbors. No. That's, that's us. Funny people. <laughs> We're the neighbors yeah. that he woke up with his rock and roll <laughs> from the north. That they're really tired of that guy up there. What about Wayne Gretzky? Wasn't he from Canada? Yeah, pretty much like every hockey player in the last 20 years is either from Russia or Canada, with the exception of American John LeClaire. I meant funny people. Isn't there like another group of funny people from Canada that I thought might have been related to the SCTV? Kind of like how Saturday Night Live has their waves of people, of funny people, like sure uh, classes. Uh, You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Myers started in Second City. Oh, maybe. Maybe Dana Carvey, too. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Uh, anyways, let's talk about Speed Zone. Uh, fast cars. Sort of. Goofy hijinks aplenty. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's the same plot as all Cannonball Run movies. You start in New York and you drive to uh, Santa Monica as fast as you can with the cops on your tail. Sure. They start in Washington, D.C. Okay. No, they started in New York. Yeah, I think they drove down. They, they drove through D.C. That was like... Very the, quick. Yeah, they were so fast. Oh, okay. I thought this movie was also called Cannonball Fever. Yeah, Cannonball Fever's alter- alternative title to Speed Zone, but I think that's just so people can in, go, hey, is it Cannonball Run 3? Yeah, in territories that they wouldn't get sued, they called it Cannonball Fever, whereas it was Speed Zone in America. Mm-hmm. And the tagline was, life starts after 55. Ooh. Like better. miles per hour, not like a retirement right, slogan. Right, right. Well, everybody's... That's the Viagra thing, too. Fairly old in this movie, too. Boners get bigger when you're old. Mm-hmm. Well, what? you know, they, the 55 thing, though, because remember the gas crisis of the 70s? Sure, That made us drive slow, because 55 now is like, that's just for dangerous roads. And, you know... And Nebraska. If I know right. anything about driving, it's that I can't drive 55. That's why, well, you got to do what Sammy Hagar does. Make tequila that sucks? He just rides everywhere on a skateboard. (laughs) (laughs) Because he can't drive 55. He can only drive six. Yeah, he can skate six. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this movie, uh, I I don't think was very successful. Sam, do you have any, like, release information? There's no numbers on this. Okay. Did it it have a theater release? I don't think so. I think it was shelved. And then sort of probably small screen, like 89, you still have small circuit theaters and drive through So it's probably in that realm where it would have been direct to video mm-hmm. had there not still been some smaller theater outlets for it. Well, it's still got a massive cast. Well, I think we should talk about the review that you found on it that says Ugh. it betrayed it. Was it? It betrays the spirit. No, of- that this is not the way to pass on the cannonball run legacy the legacy <laughs> the legacy of cannonball run cannonball run 2 is fucking awful it's it's unviewable it is garbage this is so much better than cannonball it, run 2 it 
you've got the same concept of an ensemble cast. Well, it's, it's not even an ensemble cast because none of these people appear on screen together. But you've got this huge cast of, of names. That sure. we, maybe maybe in 1989 they weren't big names, but now we're like, holy shit, all these people. Um, and then they don't pull back the stunt budget in this film by any means. And in Cannibal Run 2, there is no stunts at all. It's just joke after joke that just makes you want to punch yourself. There's not even jokes in Cannibal. Cannibal Run 2 is basically... It sucks. It's, yeah, it's like you made toast... And then you forgot about the toast for four hours, and then you tried to eat it, and it's almost a crouton. Yeah, I think it's worse than that. It's worse than that. Croutons are delicious. Uh, So, Kiss My Ass, this movie is the second best Cannonball Run movie. Sure. Which isn't saying much versus Cannonball Run, because Cannonball Run 1 is fan-fucking-tastic. I don't want to talk about him. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun. But Cannonball Run 2 sucks, so there is no legacy. I think this is fine. Yeah, it's fine. It could have been a cannonball. If if anybody would have, one of the producers would have stayed on, it would have been Cannonball Run three, right? And probably would have done okay. I bet it would have yeah. made eight million in yeah, the theater, so something bad. like that. So bad. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Now, Jackie, you haven't seen Cannonball Run, which means you're not an American. So get out. All right, she's gone. Screw you. Oh damn it! You know what? Sam has Littlefinger's haircut. Peter Baelish's haircut. That's so. not relevant. Yeah, but obviously he's not American either. What? Huh? Peter Baelish. What is Aiden? Because he's from Quinn, Westeros? Aiden? Yes. Uh, what's his face? Right. The guy for the play Aiden whatever. He's from Scotland, I think. Yep. So is that why he talks out of the side of his mouth? Yeah, because apparently every Scotsman, when they're doing an American accent, I don't like this. What's, uh, what's that stuff that uh, they eat over there? Haggis. Haggis. Hey, you watch Haggis and his uh, Valerian steel? This is a really dumb segue That's, that you put us on. Yeah, you haggis. There's or nowhere to steal. Yeah, there's nowhere to go with Sam's I'm just haircut. saying. I'm not okay. You know what? I'm not going to get kicked off because. You, do you like fast cars? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty much enough of a qualifier to know if you uh, like the Cannonball Run one. Well, I like Jaguars. Oh. Okay. All right. And it, well, they had one in this movie. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, that's the Jaguar that won the real one. What four times? Uh, yeah, the uh, Gumball. Yeah, it did win Gumball twice, I think. I thought I won four times. Maybe it won four, but uh, the one that took it over was the uh, 308. But that's not that's not the same one, but it's the same Brock, model. Yeah. Uh, what's his... The guy. You know the, the guy, guy. Brock Lesnar. Le- not Brock Lesnar. Brock uh, Samson. Not Brock Samson. Okay. Everybody that's awesome is named Brock. I knew a guy named Brock, and he was a real fucking douchebag. He had a, he had a rat tail, you know, like like... He had a bowl cut on the top of his head, so his head was shaved on the sides, and then down at the bottom, he had a rat tail. So he had the worst haircut that's, like, a bowl cut, like your mom did, with a rat tail. He was not awesome. That's like a Jedi, a Padawan haircut, isn't it? A bowl cut? Yeah, no. with a rat tail on the side, maybe. Yeah, but those are braided. Rat tails aren't aren't braided. Oh, Rat tails are just braid a rat stringy tail? thing. Just that like to. little clump of hair that goes down to your freaking middle back because you're rocking. Uh, you're not even rocking when you have that haircut. So no, not everybody named Brock is awesome, except for Brock Sampson and Brock Lesnar's, I guess, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know who you're talking about named Brock that did something regarding Cannonball Run. We won it in the goddamn XJS. Okay. All right. A guy named Brock won uh, Gumball. Cool. So, Jackie. 
Not having seen Cannibal Run, do you think that that affected your enjoyment or non-enjoyment of Speed Zone in any way? No, because I I didn't understand anything that was happening. Okay, you understand it's a race from uh, one place to another place in fast yep. cars, yep. and you're breaking the law. Yep. That's about all you need to know. Brock Yates, I can't I can't be that dumb on Oh, radio. yeah, Brock Yates. Yeah. Brock Yates is a big deal. Yeah. Yep. That's all you you got <laughs> about this. You want to talk about costumes? You want to talk about the cars? There were no costumes. Everybody just showed up to work in whatever the fuck they were wearing and got in a car and drove around. Okay. I. Brooke Shields was dressed as a flight attendant. Yeah, That's a costume. I, I was bored. Really? What? There were two scenes that caught my attention, and the rest of it, I was just bored. All right. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I did not see that coming. I didn't either. Uh, I guess that means we're going to have to get into this. Why not? So we can let her finish her uh, sentence, uh, sentiment. Uh, the movie starts out with a red Lamborghini Countach, which is very not a Countach. It is a replica. Now, there's several, we should preface all these cars, that there's several replica cars. Sure. So if you see this and go, holy Jesus, they got the budget to to have a two Lamborghini Countaches, a Ferrari Daytona Spider, uh, some other fast cars there's yeah. the bentley which probably was a bentley there's the xjs which isn't the most expensive car in the world at the time but uh they're replicas the, many of these are replicas the xjs probably isn't uh there was i think two, one of them is. one of them i think was a junkyarder because yeah. if you notice there's two sets of wheels that show there's some yeah. white wheels yeah. and some silver wheels yeah now, there might be a third jag then because oh uh, they had to crash one yesterday. yeah we'll get to that later yeah. uh but anyways Red Countach hauling ass through the streets on the free on the highways. Cops are like, "We gotta shut that shit down. Go too fast." Oh yeah. Uh, so basically, it's the start of Cannibal Run. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can see how that could turn a couple people off, but uh, I'm gonna go with it. And uh, there's a roadblock. The cops are like, "Fuck no, you ain't getting past." Yeah. And whoever's driving the car does a fucking sweet skid stop now it's not a ferrari or it's not a lamborghini so if they crashed ah, eh, that sucks it's probably a fiero it might have been a fiero uh but it's a hell of a fucking maneuver right here because they skid stop and they're two feet away from these cop cars absolutely they j turn yeah it's a j turn but uh wow good driving yep goes on to a dirt road and uh they're like that car not gonna be able to do anything on this dirt road and the car's fucking flying around it's Swerving all over the place, looking badass and sweet. And uh, Lee Van Cleef and uh, a child are on a pond, and they're about to do some stone skipping. Yep. <laughs> His arm hurts, and he wants to stop, and Grandpa's like, you little fucking shithead. Maybe you shouldn't jack off so much, little bastard. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, why don't you get your arm right, fuckhead? When I was throwing rocks, I had to do it uphill both ways, goddammit. Jack off more so your arm's stronger. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh... So he's teaching him how to skip stones, and you have to do. He's like, you have to hold him flat, right, Grandpa? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this Lamborghini comes flying around the corner, and it fucking jumps the lake and skips like a stone, and it is beautiful. Yep. And the MythBusters busted this myth. You can't do that. And then how did they do this? They did that. Then the MythBusters the myth, are idiots. The MythBusters are all. I've been saying that for years. So what they did is they're like, well, you can't do it in a real Lamborghini. Well. You, you know what you can't do in a real Lamborghini? Drive it. Yeah, you can't drive it. You can't drive it. You can't see out of it. It poisons you. It puts exhaust directly in the cab, and you can't see anywhere. And here's the best part about the Lamborghini. 
it's probably not going to start. It's probably not going to start. So Getting the thing to turn over, big deal. Yeah, So and then getting it up to speed. The other thing is the Countages, uh, until you got into the LP500s, but this Countage is supposed to be, uh, what the, not the LP500, but the version before. Uh, they're not fast. No. So it's a 4.2. Yeah, you're probably going to be able to get it up to 80, which I don't... I How fast would you have to be going to skip this thing like a fucking stone? It depends on how long the water is, but I bet you got to be going at least... Well, 40s hydroplane speed, so they got to be doing 60. You think you could skip a car at 60 miles an well, hour? So that's when hydroplaning can happen at speeds as low as 40, according to driver's ed. Mm. That's why, you know, if it's wet outside, you got to get the tires with the bullshit on them, according to the Michelin man, because of the hydroplaning. I think you got to be going like 120 to do. I this. don't think you got to be going that fast. No, I don't think you have to be going that right. fast either. All right. But this was this was scene one that I was like, all right, and it happened at the beginning. So I'm thinking this thing is going to be full of shenanigans. I'm going to love it. It it this I is was bananas. Blown away. This is bananas. Whoever came up with this concept, well, we can do it. And 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 in. Anyway, even if they didn't, maybe they had little platforms that they jumped on, which doesn't make any sense because you'd still have to skip from platform to platform. They, it still had to skip at least once. There's it, a skid plate on the bottom of it. Whatever whatever they did, they did it. It you, happened one time. You're the stunt coordinator, and you're like, hey, I got an idea. We're going to skip a car across the lake. There, Anybody in charge is going to be like, no, we're not going to do that because you can't. Oh, I can do it. All right, Gary, show us how you're going to do it. And then Gary goes out and does it in his fucking Camaro and then does a skid stop and takes his sunglasses off and says, oh, yeah. And they're like, all right, we're, I guess we're going to fucking do this. This guy's nuts. Bitching, how much is that going to cost? I don't know. I just need an arc welder and a couple pieces of metal. Yeah, and and somewhat of a Fiero. Yeah. It's bananas. And it looks great. It doesn't oh, yeah. look cheap. Like, like a lot of the times in stunts like these, you'll see a ramp or something, and it looks kind of dumb. Or like, oh, it's giveaway. This looks fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love this stunt. So I'm super on board at this point. Yeah, this is when... So I watched I watched the beginning of this movie, because this is sort of as a viewer request, and I was told to just watch the front end. And uh, I watched to this point, and I was like, I'm picking this movie the next... Whatever happens after this has to be okay. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, oh, man, it's it's awesome. Gee, didn't that one lie to you? No, not really. It did. Suck it. Whoa! Uh, at Cannibal Run HQ, which is basically in every Cannibal Run movie as well, there's just the, this opening party before the Cannonballers get started, and goofy shenanigans, and... Uh, it's a motel. Sexy talk, and people are getting drunk and ready to fucking run across the country. You got like a country club feel to it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The clubhouse and there's always one guy that's grumpy about it and uh there's always one guy that's kind of a scumbag towards women mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh that's what happens here uh we should mention the jamie Farr, the sheik from cannibal run and one and two he he's back up. he's back the only guy yeah <laughs> here he is he's looking at boobs all right that's it <laughs> Off you go, Jamie Farr. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't appear in the rest of the movie. He, he has at least three scenes. We get John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard for a cameo right before this. Yeah, he's the one that's driving the Countach. The Countach right. every, all over every place. Oh, I liked his jumpsuit, too. It was sweet. Uh, other than I think it's supposed to be the Confederate flag, which is not sweet. Or is it just like a crazy American flag? It might have been. It's pretty hard to tell. What I think it was sort of like an evil Knievel thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like a... Like a, like a uh, 
reverse negative of Evo Knievel's Pretty much. jumpsuit. Why did he have a piece of the car in the car with him, like holding him back in the seat? Probably because it broke off and fucking stunt. Probably. I mean, yeah, it's like a, that never gets explained. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's a kid car, so it's going to fall apart. It's made in somebody's fucking garage that doesn't have a clue. It's comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be comedy. Uh, so John Candy is, uh, a, I guess, a valet at this place. He's the parking attendant. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a toll booth that he sits in. Maybe he's just like he's the guard. He's like, you know, you can't come in here. Okay. You're not on the list. All right. You're a dick. Off you go. Well, Eugene Levy pulls up, and uh, he's got a BMW M5. I'm guessing that's what that's supposed to be. Uh, Supposed to be. I think it's just a 325 two-door. No, it's a 5 Series. It's a little bit bigger, but uh, anyways. And uh, he airhorns John Candy, who's, I guess, daydreaming or something. Yeah, he airhorns him through via bullhorn, so he's double whammying. Yeah, so it's super loud. Which causes John Candy to, like, bah! and knocks over his entire toll booth thing. Yeah, his parking shack goes down. Yeah. You're like, ha oh, comedy. <laughs> I liked it. I liked that it. was funny. See, and I don't like Eugene Levy. Really? What? Really? I have never liked him. His oh, voice annoys the piss out of me. That's the idea. I, I just, I hate that guy. Huh. Wow. Huh. Wow. Why don't you go back to Canada, you hippie? Wait, he's from Canada. Why don't you go back to Mexico, you hippie? Hippie? <laughs> God damn it. Shut up, Justin. Uh, Eugene Levy is, a not, is an American treasure who's not American. Who's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. He's an American treasure of Canada. Uh, he's one of the best comedic writers, uh, just endearing in everything he does, w- widely respected. Absolutely. By anybody involved in comedy. I'm not right. saying that his writing is terrible. I'm just saying that him as an actor bugs the fuck out of me, huh. and I hate it. All right. I think he's just funny as shit. I like Eugene Levy a lot. And, you know, him and Kathleen O'Hara in A Mighty Wind oh, is some man. of the most touching yeah, on-screen chemistry I've ever seen in my life. It's a great movie. Uh, anyways, in this movie, he's a total dick. Total mm-hmm. dick. And his hair is huge. His hair is bonkers. It's it, as wild as his eyebrows always are. His hair finally matches in it's this movie. It's seven inches tall. He it's, has seven inch tall hair. It's the thickest, blackest shit you could possibly imagine. I'm saying he sprayed it with spray paint. Oh, well, dude, it's 1989. Oh, he sprayed it with spray paint? Yeah, that's how it. That's why it doesn't move. It's really tall. It doesn't move and maintains its lustrous shine the entire movie. Spray paint. Yeah, you again. You're a hairdresser. You it was a hairdresser. You don't put spray paint in hair, Jackie. You you paint crappy stuff with it. You can get hairspray paint. Okay. Uh, I don't, that doesn't sound safe. No. <laughs> well, maybe that's what happened to Michael maybe, Jackson in that Pepsi should, commercial. We should ask that cat from uh, Beastmaster. Oh, wait, it's dead from yeah. the spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> from hairspray paint. Uh, anyways, so he's a total dick. I guess he's like, uh, he's the owner of BMW or what? what's his he's deal? He's just a fucking dick. Yeah, but he's like somebody. He's like an agent or something. I I'm don't saying know. account manager. Okay. You know, where he's going to, from dealership to dealership, and he's like, hey, you guys, how, how are the sales going? Oh, man, here, let me slap you on the balls and tell you how awesome you are. Yeah. You want to order 60 more BMW cars? That is how a, an account manager works. All right. Ball slapping. All right. He's got uh, Miss BMW with him. 
whose name is Tiffany, the character's name is Tiffany, who we want to reference as Dream Woman from Wayne's World, Garth's girlfriend that works at Stan's Cruelers, or Stan's Donuts. Foxy lady. I've never killed a man before. Yeah. <laughs> but if I had, I would have done it with my bare hands. I don't remember. So. Oh, I never killed you a man kill, before no. that day. Yeah. <laughs> Why is man. it that when you kill a man in the heat of passion, it's murder? You kill a man in battle, you're a hero. You kill yeah. a man in the heat of passion, and it's murder. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Donna Dixon's the gal. Yeah, Donna Dixon. And uh, he's like, here, park my car, and I'm going to be a dick to you quite a bit. And John Candy's like, I'll park your car. And then he like just skids it around the parking lot and then brings it back to Eugene Levy, who is freaked out, thinking he's going to crash. And it's like, oh, lot's full. You're just going to have to leave it here in the road. Mm-hmm. You're the parking guy. This isn't going to work out for you or him. Yeah, fuck it. He's off now. His his chef hut is gone. Oh, yeah. I guess he's done. Tipped over his building. I am so unemployed. Whatever. Park this buster. Inside the party, there's two doctor ladies. They're, I don't know what their game is, but they they're- They got five PhDs apiece. Yeah. Between and, the two of them. And they're posing the as hookers for X- so apparently they've invented all this stuff mm-hmm. uh, for cars. We should they- mention uh, these two ladies are played by Sherry Belafonte, who is, yes, Harry Belafonte's daughter, and Melody Anderson from such famous episodes as Flash Gordon and Firewalker. Yep. Yep. And that show where the guy turned into the cat and the bird. Right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck that thing was. Okay, so what's their game? So they've invented a bunch of helpful devices that can help somebody win Cannibal Run. The Fuzz Buster. The fuzz buster, right? Yeah. They know it can identify when the police are coming and change lights, right? So that the lights turn green or red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, they've got all this shit. So what they're trying to do is get in with a car company by using their looks, which is totally of the time. Okay. All right. Um, which I, I found just so offensive. I was like, oh, God. This... Maybe that's why I didn't like this movie. Um, okay. But Tomboy and Teen Witch, you're a big fan of, which has rape in it uh but women posing as hookers uh to sell product to dumb men that that's the line that cross that crosses for you (laughs) but not the teenage rape okay they have degrees they're smart women they shouldn't have to degrade themselves into trampville to get their shit out there i think it's more offensive to moronic people that work in the car industry because it's like these guys aren't going to buy it unless they're looking at tits because they're that stupid. Yep. Like, this is the greatest thing that's ever been invented, and these men are too dumb to recognize that, so we have to, like, sell it with boobs. That's an insult to men, not to these two women who are geniuses. No. This mm. is so 80s. Beer and boobs. Do you want a McDonald's sandwich and some boobs? Like, that's just how they sold shit back then. Yeah, but that's not offensive to you, the viewer. sandwich and some boobs. That's that's the movie calling that shit out. You should be like, yes, thank you, movie, for calling out this stupid fucking decade. Not encouraging that type of behavior. No, I don't. I didn't see it as a call out. All right. Uh, But why? Okay, so they're. So they're. They're flirting with the Ferrari guy. Right. Who's a douche. Total douche. Yeah. Is he a douche, Jackie? Oh, he is a porn star. And is the movie making him out to be a douche? Yes. Yes. He's, so therefore, the movie is saying these guys are douches. He's one of those creepy dudes that, hey, meet me in my hotel room. Give me five minutes to set up the camera uh-huh. behind this plant. Totally. totally. And the movie is 
telegraphing that to you. I don't know how you could be offended by this shit. Anyways, uh, so they're going to make a deal with this scumbag to sell the fuzz buster. And uh, meanwhile, back at the headquarters, we should also mention that Matt Frewer, Frewer who played Max Headroom throughout yes. the 80s, if you remember that, children of the 80s. I mean, everybody that's a child of the 80s remembers Max Headroom. But uh, and who is he in uh, Watchmen? Um, um, uh, not Modoc. Mordock. Mordock, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's there, and he's British in this film for some reason. But uh, I guess because he's driving the Jag, you got to be British because you're eh, whatever. I don't know. That might be some mild racism right there. Uh, No, they say that in the bathroom. Say what? That they, because their driver got arrested, they wouldn't let a Yank drive the car. It had to be a British guy. Right. So that's a little mild racism. Anyways, he's there. And he's, I guess, got some debts to pay the leg breaker guys. Yeah, he's he's loan a, sharkers. Yep, yeah, he, he's in big with a loan shark and fifty grand. Joe okay. Flaherty's gonna kill him. Yeah, he's there to whack him. He's an enforcer. Realizes they're never gonna get any money out of this guy, so it's time to kill him. Right, but he talks his way out of it by saying, "Hey, here's the deal. We're gonna do this cannonball business. the The grand prize is a hundred k." We'll, well, I'll give you the 50K to pay the debt. You can take, pay that and mm-hmm. make your bosses look nice. Uh, and then you and I will split that. The other 50. That'll yep. be a good deal. Uh, if you're Now, let's just put this on the table. We probably aren't the best authorities on what life is like as an enforcer slash hitman. But uh, if you're a hitman, enforcer, you personally, sure. would you take this deal? You've heard it all before. You don't take the deal. Okay. Jackie, would you take this deal? Seems kind of cheap. Yeah. Like... I- Okay. I don't know. You ruin your reputation. Yep, you're an enforcer. If there is a hundred grand, you take the whole hundred grand. You still kill that guy, uh-huh. and then you give fifty. Actually, no, you kill the guy. You're like, ah, found him and killed him. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. I do good work, and I fucking stole some money too. Uh, I think I'm taking the deal. I think huh. it sounds like a good deal. I like this maneuver. I don't think you're going to make it as a tough. Probably not. Whereas so, me and Sam will be rich. Rich? Rich enforcers, because we'll steal money. Hmm. I guess he could steal his car, too. He didn't have a car. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have a car. That's true. Yeah, they don't even get to this part of the deal because the police haven't even shown well, up. Well, the police, let's go. The police yeah. show up. Bust the whole party. It's like a huge raid. Like the special ops and SWAT is there. SWAT team. Flying through the window. Yeah. You're all under arrest. For standing around having a party. For having a party at a clubhouse. But it turns out that Peter Boyle is Spiro Ford. The Apparently, the police chief. He, he might as well be the attorney general of the United States. Yeah, Jeff Sessions has just busted up the cannonball. Right. and uh, Preemptive strike. They're like, you can't do that. You can't arrest people for no reason. They haven't done anything. He's like, they're going to. Do you... Do you wait for the rattlesnake to bite you before you yeah. chop its head off? Blow if, its head off. Yeah, whatever. If you're Jeff Sessions, you say things like, well, if they're in that room, they're already a creep. No, I know if, it. if you're Jeff Sessions, you say things like, oh, golly, dear, dear, Actually, if you're Jeff Sessions, you say, stay away from my gold. Because <laughs> he's a leprechaun. <laughs> and if you catch him, you'll get gold. Oh, my God. Is that true? Yes. If you can, if you can catch Jeff Sessions with a net gun, you'll get gold. Mm-hmm. And he's fast, though. And crabs. And crafty. 
Hmm. Uh, considering a career change at this point. To leprechaun catcher. That's the Jeff career? Sessions catcher. Co- leprechaun catcher. Well, I know where you can find one. I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, fuck is right. You're in a weird one today, Jackie. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I do have a little bit of weirdness going on today. Mm. Sorry. Are you on drugs? No. Should we call Jeff Sessions? Are you on drugs? No. I would like to report a crime. Uh, this person is on opioids. I am not on drugs. Okay. Well, I am. <laughs> I am on ibuprofen and a water pill because my feet are swollen. I am taking opioids as we speak. I am part of the problem. I'm on hydrocodone right now because I threw my back out mm-hmm. earlier in the week. So I'm probably going to uh, get hooked, I guess. If you were in Colorado, you wouldn't have even thrown your back out because Jackie would have been like. Hand me that doobie? Yeah. Pass the douchey? Like, did you fix the thing? And you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Jeez, Bob Ross is on. I'm watching the Speed Zone movie. It's crazy. It's Netflix. Bob Ross is always on. I know. Shut up. It's on repeat. Uh, okay. Back to Speed Zone. I was trying to segue you off. Bob Ross there, but uh, anyway, so he's made the bust of the century, Peter Boyle, and uh, he's arrested a bunch of people for nothing. Right. He's arrested all of the cannonball drivers. So now they have no drivers, nobody to run the cannonball. Well, that's going to be an expensive court date for the state. Uh, yeah, I think they're, uh, yeah, I don't think this is going to work out. Uh, so Max Headroom is getting strangled by Joe the Enforcer in the bathroom with his belt on his knees. It's, uh, are you, if you walk in on this, the first thing you say is, okay, which one of you is a Senator? Yeah. It's a blowjob joke. Yeah. Fellatio innuendo hijinks. Hijinks. But the guy that walks in on him is like, all right, you guys are, you know, doing your thing, whatever. I know this guy. It's not for how's, me, but uh, go ahead. How's it going? Uh, here's the deal. Nobody can drive the Jag except you through some long, meandering conversation. Because you're British, and you're the only Brit in America, and that's just how it works. And if you win, it's a hundred grand. and so now Joe Flaherty's like, okay, well, I wasn't doing anything anyway. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds fun. Well, he's like, are you going to introduce me to your friend? Like, he's just totally cool with it. Hey, man, this is the 80s. We're a we're a progressive culture in 1989. Yeah, telling you, you know. I liked it. I thought it was a good. I, joke. I think it's funny too. It, it's well shot and well uh, delivered jokes. Uh, anyways, uh, Eugene Levy hires John Candy uh, to team up with Tiffany in his car in the Beamer, and uh, the ladies, the smart doctor ladies, have hijacked the scumbag Daytona Spider. Mm-hmm. Ferrari, gonna, they've got the yeah, Ferrari now. They're going to drive his car. So I guess that's enough. Oh, uh, the news the news team is like, we got to get involved in this shit too. So they uh, like soup up their news van, like a like a V10. Tim Matheson from uh, Animal House. Animal House, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, so they're going to get involved too and, and get the scoop of the century when who, who wins the cannonball. Oh, and the Smothers Brothers are there. They've got a Bentley. Because they're there. They yeah. didn't get arrested. They're yeah. actually original contenders. Right. Yeah. I guess. And it says rich kids on their license plate. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And the one is a yo-yo king. Well, uh, Dick is... Dick and... What's the other one's name? Tommy? Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's the yo-yo, yo-yo man. Yeah. yeah. Doing Always doing the yo-yo shit, Jackie. 
I this is the first time I've ever seen them. Oh, Oof. well, that's too bad because yeah. that shit is like in the. It's like that perfect. If you're like six to ten years old, the Smother Brothers is about the funniest shit you've ever seen. Maybe that's her disconnection with this film. Is we both grew up on the all of this shit. Worst jokes ever delivered by the Smothers Brothers, but they're hilarious when hilarious. we were shows. Maybe she just doesn't have that part of her brain because she's not familiar with the Smothers Brothers. Maybe. She grew up different watching violent movies where raping children is okay, and so you like Teen Witch and uh, Tommy Boy. Tom I also Boy. think that uh, painting tigers black for my amusement as a panther mm-hmm. in the Beastmaster was a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, it's she's a different person because of this. There's two types of people, Sam. Smothers Brothers, not Smothers Brothers. Yeah, apparently, and. Uh, some of us have morals. The others don't. I watched Team Manage Hero. There was a moral at the end of every one of those shows. What's the moral of the story in He-Man? He doesn't like girls? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ever got from it. Tila's like, hey, He-Man, you want to hang out? He's like, no, I got a thing with Orko. I'm mean, going to just go over there. Sorry. How's your dad? She <laughs> <laughs> still got big biceps? I like them. Richard Petty is getting involved in this, too. Richard Petty's second appearance on Sticker Madness. <laughs> Probably the only two movies he's in we've done episodes on. <laughs> and he's driving his fucking stock car. Yeah. He's not even like... He's just Richard Petty driving racing icon. His an actual stock car yeah. from New York to Santa Monica. Yeah, that's great. Oh, and uh, John Schneider's Countach gets stolen by a cop. Yeah, so the guy that owns the the team member or half of the Lamborghini team is on his phone with his brother saying, our driver's been busted, we're screwed. And uh, it's overheard by what looks like a highway patrolman Mm -hmm. who then shows up and takes the- He doesn't look like a highway patrolman. He looks like the T-1000. He looks like a Terminator. Yeah, he looks like Robert Patrick. Have you seen this boy? Call to John. That's what I thought was going to happen is some Terminator thing, but... Call to John. John. Come over here, John. Why doesn't the Terminator just call to John? He can mimic her voice. He hadn't heard it yet in the movie. Ever? Yeah. Why doesn't he just be like, say something? Uh, What? That's weird. John, can you come hear me? Because no. now I can yeah, speak in, in her voice. In the movie, since we're going to get completely fucking sidetracked here. In that movie, he hadn't heard her voice yet. He says, call to John. And then the next time, he just uses the voice once he hears it the one time. So huh. it works. Right. Yeah. Why doesn't he just fake it? Like, I don't know what you sound like, but you probably sound like this. Like the man of a thousand voices. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Johnny. I'm your mom. It's me, your mommy. Come upstairs in this melty place. What? I've got a sandwich for you. What? Upstairs in the melty place. Yeah, because John's downstairs. Oh, let's see who had a fucked up childhood now. Yeah. Uh, why, because I I know where they're at at the end of Terminator 2. Because your mom's luring you places with sandwiches? Yeah, come up here. I got a sandwich for you, little Johnny. I love you. <laughs> I got some drugs. <laughs> some drugs. Come on up here, Johnny. I know all these kids these days love drugs. Got some, some Robitussin. <laughs> Some Robitussin and the grilled cheese. Come here. I'm definitely not a Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, So the race is on. Sure. And uh, they're 
or they've already made it to Washington D.C. Driving past the White House, driving past all sorts of iconic shit, <laughs> sliding sideways, drifting in and out of traffic. Uh, some mm. pretty good driving sequences here. Kind of fun. Yeah, there's some fun stuff. This is I should mention. Roger Ebert hated this movie. Oh, and gave amazing. it a zero. Okay. of four stars and said cars slamming on the brakes isn't funny. Cars turning around fast isn't funny. And this is a whole long rant about anything that can ever happen in a car isn't funny, and it never has been funny. Ever. Hmm. Ever. Hmm. I think some of it's funny. I think some of it's funny. Uh, I don't want to hear what you have to say, young lady. What? Justin, do you want a sandwich? I got the drugs in the sandwich. <laughs> I got the drugs. I just skipped the grilled cheese. It's just a grilled tussin. Grilled tussin sandwich. Come on up here. I'm not a Terminator. <laughs> Uh, the ladies have the, the fuzz buster can change the stoplights, which blocks everybody behind them that they get through. But John Candy's like, hell no, I'm running this shit. Yeah. Swerves all over the place, jumps a curve, jumps the BMW like 20 feet. Destroys the yeah, car. The car's not running anymore, but, uh, keeps driving on. Second. Wow. That's a lot of stunt for this movie mm -hmm, moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good car jump. Uh, Max Headroom has got a car phone in his jag, and he's called the cops on all the competitors. Like, uh, there's Kutosh, uh, it's mine, it's been stolen. So if you see it, cops, arrest it. And yeah. He's even freelancing while he's turning all these people in with mm -hmm. their license plate numbers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's also cranking the cops. Yeah. Because yeah, he's like, he's double I got a white, uh, white Cadillac, here's a license, license plate number. What color white? Uh, you know, Betty White. More. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he's getting his competitors arrested and keeping the cops off of his tail. And telling jokes. And telling jokes. That's good work, man. That's the trifecta. That's three the hard way. Uh, the Smothers Brothers have switched their plates, and they're ditching the Bentley, and they're going to just take an airplane to Los Angeles they're, and they have pick a, up another Bentley there. They have a duplicate car, so they're taking the license plates mm -hmm. off. They're just going to fly into Vegas, get shit-faced, do some gambling, wake up, drive to Santa Monica in the morning. Yep. Brilliant plan. I don't see why it wouldn't work. <laughs> I don't see why it wouldn't work either. Uh, back at headquarters of uh, at Jeff Sessions' office, uh, Peter Boyle is uh, running for Senate. Apparently, mm -hmm. uh, he's the number one cop, and he's so he's making uh, he's doing headshots. Yes, and he's got a, a fucking dog because everybody in, everybody has a dog in America. So if he has a dog, then that means people like dogs, and people like him because people like dogs. I think he's MacArthuring right here because MacArthur had the little yeah, French bulldogs, right, right? Right. Yeah, he's definitely MacArthuring. Uh, I like the scene quite. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to not. It's just funny when dogs start barking at people. Yep. Because <laughs> as soon as he starts like ramping up, like he hears about the cannonballers, somebody comes in and says, "Hey, Peter Boyle, we got a the cannonballers are out," and he's like, "Shit." So he starts getting pissed, like, oh, I'm going to fucking get him. And then the dog just starts barking at the camera. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, they're on the same page. Beautiful. All right, I liked that part, too. Great moment. Uh, John Candy and Tiffany are driving across, having a nice conversation, but she's kind of a dingbat. <laughs> kind of. And she's got some pretty serious baggage about something. Like... Sometimes you got to do the things you don't want to do to do the things you do want to do. She should be in the car with McGonaghy. Uh, like rolling sometimes. a booger in the Lincoln? Yeah, she's like, sometimes you got to go backwards to go forwards. And she'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. J. 
Then they could just pull over and roll a dube and forget about the whole race. <laughs> Drum circle? Anybody? Take your pants off. Yep. You know pants. I got no shirt. Turn upside down. It'll be funny. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Goddamn drugs. Oh, all right. All right. All right. All right. He's got a bag, you know, a whole suitcase full of Tussin sandwiches in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he could do. Call to John. Hey, it's me, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, Matthew McConaughey's upstairs in the smelting factory? <laughs> I got to get up there. <laughs> the smelting factory? That's where they're at at the end of Terminator oh, 2. I thought you just said I got some melty stuff upstairs. Yeah, he does. It's a sandwich. There's melty sandwiches. Oh, good God. In the smelting this factory. makes no sense. <laughs> This podcast doesn't make any sense. No, Sam. this one's For getting... four years, this it is... hasn't made sense. I think that today's episode is sort of like one. It's like I've gone into your head and I'm in the maze of your own madness. So there's Mac, just like I rubber Max headroom. Yeah, and okay. I'm like, there's halls that go nowhere, doors that make Scooby Doo effects happen, and every closet's full of nothing but fucking rubber chickens and whoopee cushions. As I stated, <laughs> I am on a hydrocodone. Oh, that's true. I'm not joking. That is not a podcast yeah, this is, this is, bit of comedy. <laughs> I am on drugs. This is the same sort of uh, recipe that led to Stephen King writing Dreamcatcher. <laughs> we should all do that and then write our own movie. We can get really fun. Let's just take the week off and do drugs. Just do all sorts of drugs and write some stuff that it's doesn't make sense. just the worst pile of crap ever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, hey, guess who else shows up? Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano? Alyssa Milano. Huh. <laughs> All right, interesting. She's on a test drive, I guess. Yeah, with uh, in a in a Chevy S10 that's kind of jacked up, like kind of like tough truck style. It's the four point three, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. The guy in the car with her is a creeper. Yeah, the salesman is a racist, is what he is. He's also crazy and would be fired immediately. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna let that one slide. Pass that Volvo. Why? Because they're Swedes and we got an American car. Yeah. Go back to Sweden, you hippies. He yells out the window as he passes. Wow, that guy's that guy's bonkers. He's nuts. And then the Daytona ladies pass. And he's like, fucking garlic eaters. Yep. Pass them. Garlic and then eaters. they get up next to the other car and he does the the full elbow motion flip off. Which is Italian. That is an Italian move. I don't... I. Yeah, it's nonsense. Yeah. This guy's fucking nuts. He is bonkers. But he, either way, he convinces her that American cars shouldn't be passed by foreign cars. Right. To the point that she tries to run down a Daytona. She gets all, in she's S10. like, hey, you know what? You're right, Buster. You are right. The Speedo only goes to 100, but I think we can go faster. We got to pass those Italians. Yep. I think I could do it. And he's starting to freak yeah, out. He's like, whoop, whoop. This is a Chevy S10. Not a good plan. The door is going to come off if we hit 63. Yeah, it's going to. We're going to turn this over if we try to steer it all. And uh, no, I can do it. So there's a pretty long passing race sequence between a Chevy S10 and a Ferrari Daytona Spider, which is not a Ferrari Daytona Spider. It's a uh, it's a Corvette with some fiberglass yeah, on it. Right, right. But for the sake of this film, it's a Ferrari Daytona Spider. Uh, it doesn't work out, but OK, nice to see you, Alyssa Milano. Resist. Hashtag. Look it up. Resist, like when she was in Who's the Boss? No, she's just... <laughs> she's like, I know who isn't the boss, me. Yeah. Mm. Here's my boobs. Uh, what? What? She was a child in that Oh, show. no, 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 no. Later in a... Like, <laughs> Jesus, like, dude. Right after that, she started getting them out. Really? Like, yeah. 
I don't. I don't think I've ever seen her boobs in anything. This is the vampire movie. I think was all it was. Yeah, and then she. And you was had like, to. Pause. Oh, she's not America's sweetheart because her boobs are out. And you had to pause it to really get a good, good look at him. Yeah. Mm. Which Sam did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so Max Headroom and the Enforcer have to. Uh, they come to a river, and the ferry is there, but the ferry has already left, so they can't get across. So what do you do when there's no ferry? Looks like we're going to have to jump. Cars don't fly, Brian. Cars don't fly, Brian. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. We had to watch this twice. Uh, yeah. How did they manage to accomplish this? Because at first I thought that it was just a plastic model that they like chucked in the air to film this, but the there's shots of trees in the in the in the frame and the uh uh forced perspective doesn't work. It's a fucking car. Yeah, and I don't think there's a driver in it. I think it's No, there couldn't be. That guy's dead. Yeah, it was ghost ridden off of a huge ramp. But how do you get that car up to speed? It flies. It's like Kenny Powers jumping the Grand Canyon. It is a good 20 feet in the air. 20 feet? Well, yeah, 20 feet high. This thing had to have jumped 300 yards? Not 300 yards, but probably 100 yards. It's insane. And it landed on its roof. Like, do you think that they had to put a Jado rocket on this thing? I don't know, man. I don't know how they did this. It's bananas. Because we had to back it up to make sure it wasn't a model in it. Oh, you know what you can do? Because there's no rocket on the on the in the shot, but what you can do is you can do a trailer on a rocket. The the sled has a rocket and it's tied to the car. And then so you get the car going real fast and then you release the the uh chain that's attached to the car and the car keeps going and vroom. You have to have somebody driving it though. Not a Jada rocket. No, I I would think that they just had to have a ramp and they pointed it where they wanted it to go and uh Locked the throttle down under the hood, had some way of knocking it into gear and hoped for the best. It goes so far that it flips upside down midair, not like tumbles. No, like tumbles. It landed on its roof. Yeah. Woo. That's a hell of a fucking stunt, which isn't really a stunt. It's an effect, I guess, at that point. It's a, watch me fucking destroy this car. Yeah. We got one chance of this. All right, people. I liked this scene. It's bananas. It's insane. This is something to watch. You could take this out of context of the film and still be like, wow, that's bananas. Mm-hmm. So they make it onto the other side. Car lands perfectly, of course, as in all films. And uh, they jack the ferry guy, punch him out, and break his ferry. So now everybody on the other side of the river's trapped. They're like, ha, 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 head start, fuckers. There's a big mistake in the filmmaking here. Okay. He punches him through glass. There's clearly a glass separation in the next shot after he punches him. Mm. We should point that out because nice this job. is so realistic up to that point. Continuity guy. Worst shot ever. It doesn't hold up to the grand standards that the Cannonball Run series <laughs> has lived up to to this point. The legacy. Bert Reynolds. <laughs> uh, Candy is kind of staring at uh, uh, Tiffany, who's who's he's talked into falling asleep to calm her fucking shit because she's being fucking nutty. Mm-hmm. And uh, she keeps talking about how they're going to crash and how the car is going to malfunction and kill them. Yeah, uh, he's like, just fall asleep, and so she does. And he's, but he's kind of like being a little leery because she's, you know, sexy. In the car, she's wearing black little skirt and boobs are, boobs are out, out, and he's right. like, boo, boo. 
And so he almost crashes into a semi and pulls it back in the road. And in a normal movie, he would be like, whew, I got to quit staring at these boobs. And then they would continue on with that boob line. But in this movie, that semi truck driver is like, uh uh-uh, uh, motherfucker. Nobody comes in my lane. Don't even care where this shit has to go. Yeah. The semi truck flips a bitch and is going to bear down on him, <laughs> fucking crush him, I guess. Huh. Okay. I didn't see that coming. And he drops his coffee in his crotch and burns his crotch. And then he's like, I got to calm down, quit thinking about these boobs. I got to focus on the road. It lights up a cigarette. And then the cherry flicks off of the cigarette and lands between her legs. He's like, oh, shit. So he tries to reach in between her legs to get the cigarette cherry off of the seat so it doesn't burn her. But then she shifts her weight and grabs his hand in her legs and traps him. And the semi-truck is bearing down on him and crashing into him. And she wakes up and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? This scene makes me wonder how much of the car scene in planes, trains, and automobiles was John Candy's idea. Yeah. Because it's very similar. Yeah, yeah. Except for instead of Steve Martin, you got a hot blonde. And it's much funnier in planes, trains, and automobiles. It's one of the greatest moments in comedy. Yeah. And the car is now overheating, so they turn on the heater... And then the semi hits them in the back again, tail bones them. And then they go fast. Which makes them go fast and they get away? Yep. Yeah, the semi-truck thing never pays off. Never pays off. No. Neither does the heater thing. Well, he goes, we got to get the cars overheated. She's like, yeah, just like me. Yeah, I thought she was going to like strip down and he was going to be really... But she doesn't. She just rolls down the window. Oh, And scene. And see. That's a weird one. Uh, Peter Boyle is going to shut down every road but one in the entire United States. It's a tall order. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a stretch. But he's getting it done. And he's going to call in the army and block it with tanks. And he's going to bring in the, the troops and the, the peoples and the news reporters. And they're going to see him on TV stopping the cannonball run. And everybody's going to have no choice, but to vote for this guy for Senate after Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Even though, isn't he like the chief of police in New York? Yeah, He's going I, to California. The best he could possibly do. To do. And I, it just doesn't work out. He has all the power in the world. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, nobody bitches about all of the roads being shut down. No, uh, no one has anywhere to go. It's 1989. I guess that's true. Where would you go? Reagan's killing the economy. Jesus. <laughs> well, there's a positive spin. <laughs> I was alive then, man. Fucking ramen noodles and thin pork chops. <laughs> America! Oh, not the thick pork chops? You poor bastard. You yeah, had thin so the pork chops. Crap that no one wanted. Like, <laughs> not pork chops again. These little thin ones are like goddamn rubber. Meanwhile, we got a guy with fucking orange poop on his head. He's like, we're going to make America great again, like 1989, when you had to eat ramen noodles and fucking pork chops. Uh, Why am I the one that's bitching about politics? Yeah, that's not usually my job. Shouldn't, I'm just riled up. I think he might also be. I think he's sneaking hydrocodones, Jackie. I'm not, I don't know what it is. I just, I just got up on the wrong side of the couch this morning, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to go back to pork chops. Yeah. Pork chops and K cars. We had one of those too. Fucking K cars. Can't win the cannonball run and no gun. Oh, God damn it. No, you can't. 
Just lucky if the seatbelt works. <laughs> Suck my dick, Lee Iacocca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you and Reagan giving handies to each oh, other in bathrooms. <laughs> these gay cars, man. We're going to fuck them with these. They're going to be a bunch of pork chop eating gay car oh. driving sons of bitches. <laughs> I hate my life. You can't erase your past, man. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to erase your past to get to the future. <laughs> Uh-huh. Fred McGonaghy smoked so much weed. <laughs> Pork chops and K-cars were in his past, too. All right, so the news team runs through a detour. They're like, fuck no, this one road business. I got a hunch about this. I think it's all a sham. Uh, but the one detour that they go through is actually a true detour. The bridge is out. You want to try it? Go ahead. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. What? I can't hear you. The bridge is out. Uh, and he almost drives off the end of the bridge, which is this. Uh, I think I know how they accomplished uh, a hook on the back of the. Yeah, van. they had a, They just had a rope that only let the van go yeah, so far because it would go did. in. Yeah, they're they're going hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kutosh has a Smokey on its tail and does some shenanigans behind uh, some semi trucks. I like these moves. Very Fast and Furious style moves, right? Here. Oh yeah, this is actually some hot driving by everybody driving. involved. Yeah. Uh, shakes the smokey behind the, the trucks and uh, calls him on the CB and says, hey, uh, I need to I need to lose this smokey. Can you help a guy out? And the trucker's like, hell yeah. I'm cool because I'm a trucker. And uh, Justin's dream job. Yeah. Oh, and then like helping out uh, gunballers. Hell yeah, man. That's, that's awesome. Uh, if only if only like you could kill uh, like fight Rasputin, not Rasputin. What's that little bastard's name that's not the Leprechaun? Oh, yeah. Limbaugh? Yes, Rush Limbaugh. Rush if Limbaugh. you can fi- fight Rush Limbaugh on the truck of your cab, I'll go with that. You might as well be that little bastard. Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin, yeah. yeah. Uh, as played by Rush Limbaugh. Uh, if you can fight that guy in the truck of your cab while also helping out some gumballers, man, that's living it. Mm-hmm. That's living the dream, guys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he he lays down the trailer, and uh, the Kuntos drives up the end of the trailer. Uh, ha-ha, I'm in the semi now. Can't catch me, copper. And he's like, that's how you slip these coppers, all right? And then, then uh, he gets a knock on the window, and it's the cop. The cop is also driven into the back of the semi. Yeah. <laughs> Need your license and registration. I thought that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I also think that then I couldn't find it fast enough on IMDb that they – cop is a cameo by somebody but in the youtube version we were watching it was so dark you couldn't see his face yeah yeah huh he was the sensei from karate kid i don't Don't think think, so i don't think so at all mr miyagi i think was Mm -hmm. who you're looking Mm -hmm. for there no from the the uh red team joe piscopo no no that's martin cove yeah it's martin cove and cobra kai oh the coach the head sensei that breaks his hand in the glass Sweep the leg, Johnny. And uh, Mr. Miyagi honks his nose. Yeah, that's Martin Cove, mm. who we will uh, see shortly. Uh, anyways, uh, Max Headroom and the Enforcer uh, later find the same Countach parked outside of like a gas station, a convenience store. They're like, we're going to fuck that car up. So the Enforcer just starts tearing chunks off of it. The wing, mm-hmm. the hood, the doors, like half the engine gets chucked out. And uh, whoops. That's not the right Countach. 
That was a decoy. Yep, that's owned by some other gentleman who's hey. very large and angry. Yes, a very large, angry man. Which is funny because he has, like, I think this guy is cool. Because <laughs> he comes out and he's got a case of beer under each arm. Uh-huh. He is ready to fucking party. 48 <laughs> beers and the Lamborghini Countach. Yeah. I was going to say, just not a case, sir. He's got the, like, 24-pack. I think he's wearing a members-only jacket, too. He is, and that's the thing. Is so... What kind of a party? Because there's, n- he's chosen his one passenger. Beer. You can have <laughs> forty-eight beers. When you're that cool, you don't need friends, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's a little upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see him later. Uh, they've already made it to McCarran Airport. They're in Las Vegas. Uh, the Smother Brothers ha- are taking. They're on the plane. And they've landed, and mm. now I don't know what they're doing still on the plane, but Brooke Shields is there. She's the flight attendant. It's stewardess in the credits. Uh-oh. And uh, she's pretty silly here. But it's not Brooke Shields playing a flight attendant. It's Brooke Shields, comma, flight attendant. Yes. She has taken a break from acting to be a flight attendant because she doesn't want to take shitty cameos in movies. And she's doing it right now. <laughs> hey this is Well, that and her professor from Princeton told her to take a hike. Yeah. This is notable because I think this is the smallest performance that has ever garnered a Razzie. She won the Razzie for this. She won the Razzie for All this. All right. <laughs> I can't argue with it. No, she she's stinks. terrible. She stinks in everything. But the plane is hijacked by a guy like, we're going to Nicaragua. And then somebody else is like, here we go to Cancun instead. <laughs> How about the Virgin Islands? Yeah. And the hijacker's like, make up your mind. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to El Salvador. And then all of a sudden, a my pilot. My mom lives there. <laughs> yeah. And then a pilot just like jumps out of nowhere and starts beating the shit out of this guy. You're like, what the fuck? And, and then, then the, the other, other pilot does. Yeah, he's doing it. And all of a sudden, the plane's just going wherever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's taxiing Brooke, onto the freeway. <laughs> yeah. Brooke Shields takes him out with like a meal tray. And then, yep, this plane's part of the Cannonball Run now. It's part of the Cannonball Run, and the Daytona ladies almost smack right into it. The cars are swerving everywhere. It busts its wings off, and uh, so it can't fly. And the Smothers Brothers are like, they talk to the pilot, and they're like, hey, how about we just drive this thing to Santa Monica? And the pilot's like, okay, why not? Why not? Everybody, enjoy your drive. We're taking a drive now. Plane. This is insane right here. Yeah, I did they, not see this. Coming. I didn't see this coming. Uh, even, it just because of budget constraints. Yeah. Wow. It's a shit plane, but whatever. They still crashed the piss. They out of still it. are driving a plane down the freeway, and they crashed it into an overpass. They didn't right. fucking fake that. No. Oh, Jackie, did this scene have anything for you? No. What man? This is an accomplishment in filmmaking. Budget filmmaking. A fucking plane drives down the goddamn LA freeway. That's nuts. That's bored. All right. Moving on from you. You should try drugs. One of those drug sandwiches. Mm, delicious. I'm I am not a Terminator, just so you know. I may, I may sound like a Terminator with my, my offer that I just made to you, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm definitely not a Terminator. If you eat enough Tussin sandwiches, everyone sounds like they're a space monster. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. Well, I got to go to the store later. Maybe I'll try it. Space Lord Mother Mother. That's a really obscure That's song awful. that nobody's going to even... I don't even think people that I know would get that. I don't even <laughs> I, remember what those guys were called. Sponge? No, that no, wasn't I, Sponge. I know what song you're talking about. 
That song sucks. Uh, okay, fine. At the major roadblock that Peter Boyle has set up, there's cops everywhere. There's a ton of cops. And reporters. And reporters. No tanks. Couldn't get the tanks done, but... Uh, uh, the Jag is like, they're, they're pulling up first, they're winning and they're going to ram it. The enforcer guy's like, we're just going to fucking ram it. And then the Max Headroom guy's like, no, we're not. So he pulls the fucking keys out, which doesn't work, but, uh, uh, it makes them skid stop and they get arrested. Okay. But then the plane comes behind them and rams the roadblock, thus freeing the, uh, the cannonball runners to continue. And the plane rams into like six cop cars again. This is a full size. This isn't a Cessna. This is a commercial airliner running over police cars. Yep. That's, it's bonkers, Jackie. There's one. They got brave enough that they put a camera in a car while it was getting hit. Yeah. By a plane. It's insane. Oof. So everybody's free. Uh, the Jag team steals the cop car that they've been arrested and put in. So they're still going. Mm. Uh, Peter Boyle steals their Jag. To chase them. With. To chase them down. So he's now part of the cannonball run. And uh, John Candy dishes the cops all while uh, playing movie trivia with uh, Tiffany. Yeah. that's It was kind of a dumb scene. Probably took too long, but I appreciated the comedy sure. concept of it. Then they were driving backwards. Yeah, right. Because ludicrous shit is happening while they're just playing movie trivia yeah. in the car. Uh, Richard Petty is broken down. I guess the stock car didn't make it. Nope. And he gets arrested. Yeah. Thanks, Richard Petty. Good to see you. And he's going to get brought in. Going to arrest you, King. Even though I love you, give me give me your autograph. Uh, Peter Boyle calls for reinforcements from the car phone, but I guess the lines got crossed, and he just calls some old lady. <laughs> the, the same old lady that gets called for some other shenanigans before. Yeah, and she's he's like, get everybody together, get to the pier, we're going to stop these guys. And she turns, she's like, okay, got it. And she turns around and looks at her husband, we got to go. <laughs> we have to go to Santa Monica. <laughs> See, I think this is actually a missed opportunity. I like this. Because they should have had like, well, I think they could have gone farther where he just like gives her the look. And then they just drive a rocket van through their garage door. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome, too. I like it that she's just like, you can call this little old person. You don't have to know her. You don't even have to identify her, yourself. Just tell her yeah. what to do, and she she's, will do it. You're like, we got the call, Joe. We got to go. <laughs> Whatever it is you tell us, we're <laughs> yeah. doing it. Uh, I like it. Candy's got no brakes. Oh, Jesus. People are passing him. People sure do drive fast in L.A. And he skid stops, slides uphill to stop. And uh, I guess he dropped his uh, uh, cannonball run identification papers someplace on this route. And Carl Lewis, the Carl Lewis, yes. runs up and says, hey, you dropped this way back there, implying that that's how fast Carl Lewis was. He's as fast as the cannonball runners. He should have been had his own card and ran there. Yeah, ran the cannonball. Yep. Why not? I like I like seeing that. I was mm -hmm. The finish line is at the pier, Santa Monica Pier. Jackie and I've been there. You've been there. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever been there when someone, when there's no one that has their wiener out? 
Mm, what if it's my wiener? That still counts. Yeah, no, then I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Peter Boyle is leading the way in the Jag. I don't know why. Because I guess he's going to so, try to get there first and stop everybody. The cop car's winning. We've oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Flaherty and uh, what's Max Hedrum are are leading the pack. And Flaherty's like, we're going to, oh, we can't do it. And the police car is like, it doesn't matter. As long as the Jag wins, we win. We win, right. So they get there first, and the Jag's chasing him, and it jumps into police cars, and there's carnage everywhere, but they win. They win, so he doesn't have to get killed. And uh, But the second Lambo guy, the, the guy with the beers, he, he gets there, and he's like, who was driving that blue Jag? And the people point over. And so he goes up to Peter Boyle and punches him out for wrecking his Lamborghini. <laughs> I just drove here from Iowa. Yep. I've had 48 beers to think about this. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Slam evil. <coughs> Everybody celebrates individually. It's kind of weird. Um, the Smothers Brothers ski into the ocean like, we made it. <laughs> I had no idea what that was happening. They're like on foot skateboards with ski poles. Yep. It's classic Smothers Brothers comedy. Yeah. Into the ocean. Uh, John Candy and Tiffany take a walk on the beach, romantic beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lu- Eugene Levy shows up and he's like, hey, it's time to go. You won. Good job. Let's go, babe. And she's like, uh-uh. I don't like it. She chucks her fucking wine glass on the beach. I Which guess everybody else does. Everybody too. else does because if you've ever been to Santa Monica, it's like a dump. Uh, syringes, yeah, stuck nobody in the seagulls. <laughs> syringes, not wine glasses. Yeah. What kind of place do you think this is? <laughs> wine glasses. I wish we had wine glasses. <laughs> Even broken ones in my feet. Rather than these, can't get AIDS from that. <laughs> these dirty goddamn needles. Uh, so she dumps Eugene Levy, and uh, she's now. She's not going to be on divorce court, one of the actresses of divorce court. She's given up her career for do- on divorce court. Yeah. Because that's what Eugene Levy was going to do for her. Well, that's what a big help you've been, Eugene Levy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and John Candy punches him out and uh, for calling her a bimbo. Mm-hmm. Bumper car credits at the end. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Oh, and Tim Matheson and the reporter lady make out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's the movie. That is the movie. Uh, my first question: Did this cast ever get together at any point in time? Other than the bumper cars, yeah. No, there's no shots of everybody together at all. Other than the bumper cars, no. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I guess maybe budget. Does that have to do with budget? Well, I know. I mean, scheduling wise, if you don't have to have everybody in the same place at once, you can stretch a shootout longer than normal yeah and uh really you know capitalize on everybody's time yeah i guess that's true especially because you're dealing with uh, a lot of comedians and you want to do a lot of outtakes and you want to mm-hmm. let them do it however they're going to do and take the funniest stuff so scheduling wise you wouldn't want to have everybody together really you'd want to be shooting them the groups individually yeah so that's a that's a feather in the cap of movies that do shoot everybody all together and it still comes out really great oceans 11 oceans 11 for instance not the first one you're right right I only have one question. Okay. Uh, before this all started, you know, and you kind of get the introductory to the characters or whatever. Who did you want to win? Uh, boy, who? Like, just because you like the 
the person the either people. way whether you want the, the car to win or the or that group of people i like john candy the whole time so i would probably just instinctively say john candy i'm surprised that john candy didn't win i am too i thought that he was gonna win and that the hitman and the loney were gonna just sort of become friends to the point that they didn't kill he didn't kill him or right 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 huh sam who's your who's your uh i wanted john schneider to win yeah well I wanted him to win me back over from uh, Ministry, Ministry of, Vengeance. of Vengeance, which was such a horseshit pile of crap. I, the greatest movie name of all time. Oh, yeah, you're like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And then it's John Schneider being a douche for yeah. two hours. Okay, so go the entire time. Out of the actual pieces that run, what's your favorite team? I like the Hitman and the... Max Headroom? Yeah, and okay. I like their car, too. So that was like kind of weird that that was the... The team that I like the best and the car that I like the best. Okay, as my follow-up was favorite car. Sammy? Well, my team would be the Smothers Brothers, and my favorite car is the rolling crashed plane. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, I like uh, Jackie Chan in the Mitsubishi oh, with all the... No, oh, no, hey, no, that's oh. not... That's canon. Okay. Uh, I would probably go with the ladies in the Daytona. I like I like the gadget concept of uh, the cannonball runs. I like the. T- I always root for the Jackie Chan team, and I guess they were the closest. Yeah, they're the get. gadget team. Yeah. It's weird because they're the gadget team and the fast car team. Right, so. right. Well, they're not because the Lamborghini is the fast car team because we thought that was a fast car. Yeah. The Daytona was much faster. Right. I don't have any more questions. He, I don't think he's got any. I don't any. even have any questions. It's like... Okay. Because, you know, it doesn't leave itself open to a lot of... They say what's going to happen to everybody at the end. Like, John Candy and What's-Her-Face get married because she's like, marry me, basically. Yeah, basically. Basically, at the end, Eugene Levy gets punched in the face. That's all Probably it finds another bimbo. That... Yeah, why not? It's uh, it's they, they sew this thing up pretty tightly. Uh, So how come Burt Reynolds wasn't in it? <laughs> At the time, he wasn't doing good. <laughs> uh, no, Cannonball Run 2 stinks. Yeah. Smoking the Bandit 3 stinks. 2 was awful. 2 is awful. Uh, I can't even think of what he was doing in 1989. Malone? Malone. Yeah? Yeah. And that sucked. Yeah? Okay. It tanked. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, I think they could have done Cannonball Run 3, but I'm glad they didn't because I, I liked this. But uh, yeah, he was the domino. Like when he said no, everybody else said no. right, right. Dom, DeLuise, Dino, and uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. weren't in it. Uh, so with everybody that is in it, who is it missing? If you could put one person in this film that would fit with everybody else to uh, I would actually complete put, the ensemble, who I would it be? Would put two more in. Okay, the McKenzie brothers. Oh, yeah. Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis from yeah. SCTV. Yeah. I would have liked if those two That's a good one. could have been worked in this somehow with the SCTV. As the McKenzie brothers? Either or as the McKenzie brothers or just a couple of bozos in a car. Yeah. How's it going, eh? Yeah. Jackie, you got any uh, suggestions? Uh, Eddie Murphy and mm. Madonna. What? Ooh, uh, as teammates. As Ooh. team drugs. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh Boy, I think that would have really made this production a little unmanageable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, uh, we got we're trying to fly cars over here. Whatever it is you guys are <laughs> trying to do, just go fuck off. Just, go to your trailers. Uh, You're not in the film anymore. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I was gonna say Rick Moranis. 
just by himself. But uh, yeah, I I would lo- the McKenzie Brothers is an instant fit. Would have worked perfectly. In yeah, this. it's a good one. Uh, final recommendations. Mine's easy. I loved this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Really underrated. It's stupid. Super stupid. Uh, I understand why it's why it didn't. It's, it's not, not a, a success. Movie. Uh, but the stunts. Some of the jokes are really good. Uh, it's just you get fast cars in a movie doing gumball shit, and I'm in. It's it's you don't have to have, you don't have to have much more than that, to make this work. And that's why Cannibal Run Two missed that is because they got rid of the cars and the stunts and the silly business and the silly business. They just went. <laughs> so I liked it. Uh, I highly recommend it. Sam, I loved it as well. It's just a good time. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just a good time. Good time. Good times. Jackie? Boring. Last... You were so incorrect. Do not. On that. You were so incorrect. Uh, fans, I know you all love Jackie, but this is a good one to watch this movie and then flame her for what she just said. The movie is streaming on YouTube. You have no excuse not to watch this fo- movie, but uh, watch it and then please write into us and tell us how wrong Jackie is. This is not a boring movie by I was any bored. means. Yeah. Uh, we've got some listener feedback. First uh, uh, new fan named Jack, share his last name. Is he sent this private? No, it's not Jack. Oh, Oh, sorry, Jack. Uh, He emailed us and he says, hey, guys, just found your podcast a few weeks ago. I've already blown through everything after your year three in review, and I love every single bit of it. You guys are endlessly entertaining, and I can't wait for more. Uh, I have one film to suggest to you guys. Theodore Rex. Oh, boy. What is that? Jackie, we watched the start of this. Uh, Buddy Cop movie starring Whippy Goldberg teaming up with a dinosaur. Becomes famous. Oh, my God. Came famous when it was released for being the most expensive direct-to-video movie ever. It was originally supposed to be released in theaters. Uh, There's also lots of interesting trauma surrounding the movie involving whoopsie and lawsuits. It's too much to go into here, but I'll put a link if you're interested. Uh, As we said, Sam and I and Jackie watched the first 30 minutes of this, and then we got distracted. We had to do something else, so we never finished it. But uh, even at that point, I don't know if it's an episode. I it would I, I think if we do another Monster Buds run, it would fit mm-hmm. in with that. Yeah, and I think we're working up to the point where we almost have d- enough Monster Bud movies to do. God, I sure Monster hate Monster Bud, Bud movies. Monster Bud run too. Other other than that freaking uh, second episode of uh, Mystery Science Theater, that Sasquatch bullshit. Yeah, uh, that was something. I just, I hate Monster Bud movies. I thought we all liked uh, the, the one, uh, Mena, the one, that, the poop monster. He like goes a little poop, but he became a big monster. Oh, oh yeah, uh, where he gets the stomach ache and then. Starts with an M. Well, uh, mega, Mecca. Mecca, Mecca, high, like a. Yeah, I've already forgotten. Gilgamath. Gilgamath. Doesn't yeah. start with an M. Yeah, Gilgamath was all right. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm never gonna pull the trigger on Theodore Rex. <laughs> it is not my speed. So if you guys want to go for it, uh, go for it. But uh, you're not gonna get it from me. But we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, Van Diver, good fan of the show, Van Diver writes in and uh, regarding our Battleship episode with guest Joe Fulgham uh, from the Unlightened and the Dreaming podcast and Sneaker Madness occasionally. Uh, I didn't have favorable things to say about Battleship as far as its entertainment value in the review. And uh, Van Diver says, oh, I disagree. I like this one from beginning to end. When I realized the aliens were using giant versions of board game pegs, I totally lost it and completely fell in love. Mm. So there is an audience of uh, bad movie fans for Battleship. So. Yeah, there. 
I think the first time you watch Battleship, it, you're kind of taken back by it. I mm-hmm. really loved it. This is the third time I watched Battleship. I was starting to the sort of the luster was getting lost. It's just too long. It's yeah. just too long. The to first time I saw it, I I thought it was great. So if you want to share your thoughts uh, and tell Jackie she's incorrect about uh, Speed Zone specifically, mm-hmm. write to us, talk at stinkerbandits.com, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, uh, forward slash stinkerbandits for both of those as a handle. Uh, you can go to stinkerbandits.com and find everything there. Please write to us. We will love to hear from you guys and read it out on the air, making you vicariously famous because of our fame from you knowing us. So it's and then like, you know what happens. Phenomenous. It's you could grab people by the pussy. It's what? Dutch door. I was just gonna make a joke out of my jokes. It's phenomenous. Thunder oh, rapins. Oh. oh my god. Oh. Okay, so this week on streaming do's and don'ts, we got three. Uh, starting out with uh, two that are not streaming. They might be streaming, but we watch these on the Mill Creek uh, movie packs that we've got. Uh, Sam, we're gonna start out with a movie from I think '74 called Super Chick. Super Chick. I would, was trying to remember what this one was called. This is the... Called Super Chick. Yeah. I was... What's that movie with the flight attendant where she's basically just banging dudes from Her every town? Her superpower is to bang dudes. She is a... She's a superhero, but she has no powers. She just bangs guys. Well, she does know kung fu because later she beats up some bikers. Yeah, but is that like her superpower? No. I couldn't really figure out what the hell was going on in this movie. Because you're just like, okay, when's she going to become a super chick? And then you're realizing she's just going from town to town and maintaining a lot of relationships. Uh-huh. And then this crusty old dude's like, I don't like what she's doing. So he starts following her around. And then he's like, we can use her for drugs or something. Uh-huh. Guns, maybe. Uh-huh. I'm not even sure. And then... Uh, she saves the plane from being hijacked with karate. Right. And and reveals her secret identity as a bang lady. As a bang lady. And which she can't be if she's a flight attendant because people know her. If they see her with her blonde hair, they're going to know that she's a bang lady. I don't understand what was happening. I here. don't either. I think I know what this movie was trying to do. And I think that they made it more offensive than not. Yes, they didn't do like, it. Like free women, freedom. Women should be able to bang whoever the fuck they want. But uh, you're not saying that no. in this film. You're saying that she has to hide. She has her to banging. Right. Because people give a shit. Yeah. No, who you fuck. It's the 70s. Everybody was banging everybody. Yeah. Uh, I didn't enjoy this movie. No, it was pretty boring. Uh, I think it's it's weird. It's out there as far as like its uh, visual style and like narration uh, viewpoint. Uh, It's it's pretty weird. It's a strange uh, film. I didn't care for it. I didn't care for it either. I'm going to give it a don't. Do not. Next up, Sam and I watched this. Jackie did not. Uh, Raiders of Atlantis on the Mill Creek uh, movie pack. I don't think that this starred anybody. Maybe one of the A-team guys. Somebody one like, of the telev- A team guys. It wasn't tele- one of the A team guys. Was somebody television y. Which one? I don't remember this movie. Which okay, so Raiders of, the, of Atlantis uh, is banana. <laughs> oh, no, that's the fucking crazy one, it's right? It's insane. No, that shit was awesome. I don't think there's anybody of note in it. Okay. Wow. Uh, I have no idea how to even describe this movie, but uh, the Raiders of Atlantis isn't a metaphor, it's Invasion USA. With Atlantis. With with Atlanteans. And they're like class of nineteen eighty four Right. Future punks, but they don't they're not like punks. They they fucking straight murder you. And they, they don't even live in the ocean. Like they man disturbs the ocean by bringing up a submarine, a, a Russian submarine in the ocean, 
and the Atlanteans don't like that, but the Atlanteans don't live in Atlantis anymore. They live in Florida. They had a bunch of sleeper agents just around Earth ready to fucking take Earth down if shit didn't go their way. With their future we- like future punk weapons, like uh, blades on the side of your car and uh, uh, spiky hair and dirty looks. And they proceed to just kill like this team who's trying to stop them. I guess. Yeah. By getting to the Russian sub and disabling the nukes or something. This movie's bananas. It is absolutely fun. I really super enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think the guy that you're thinking of was uh, Christopher Connolly from Paper Moon and Peyton Place. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That's the guy. Uh, Yeah. No, this is a great time. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Action packed, uh, fast paced, banana business happened, choppers, uh, exploding stuff. Good gunfights, good karate fights, uh, shenanigans aplenty, mm-hmm. and again, future punk Atlanteans and in the class of nineteen eighty four. It's got like this weird element of that I like in movies that very few movies do, but you run into it every once in a while. It's like the guys who are the heroes aren't really good guys. They're actually kind of they're it's revolves around a couple of bag men who mm-hmm. basically have to save people all of a sudden because shit's going down. Right the end of the world. And uh, they're also like, this movie's also fr- not afraid of killing guys that wouldn't normally get killed. Yeah. Uh, here, like your heroes and stuff like, oh man, I really liked that yeah, guy. They, there's some, some casualties in this one. Yeah. No, this was a great time. Highly recommended. Uh, poof, highly recommended. Yes. I really liked uh, Raiders of Atlantis. Last but not least, we all three watched this. Uh, a follow-up to our... Uh, some time ago, two years ago, episode of a Robicide, also known as uh, Killer Workout Killer from Workout. David A. Pryor and Ted A. Pryor. Uh, this is Death Spa, though. Yeah. The other Spa of Death movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's on Prime. Yeah. Uh, this one's, I think this is the bigger deal out of the two. Like, like it was more popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. More had a popular. following, at least. Uh, now, Jackie, you watched Death Spa. Spa of Death. Thoughts? Uh, the gym was pretty fucking awesome. Okay. Because everything was automated and it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Future Gym. Yeah, Future Gym was pretty cool. With Captain Kirk's son. Yeah, David. Uh, who died. This was his last role. Yeah. David David Kirk from Wrath of Khan and Search for Spock. He died of AIDS right after this yeah. movie. Huh. I had no idea. Which one was he? Uh, the blonde dude. That was running the computers that ran the gym. That's Kirk's son in Rathcon. Oh. Okay. I don't I don't know that I've seen that. Yes, you have. You've seen I made you watch all the Star Trek. Anyways. That's all you got? Well, I don't know. Like the special effects are pretty good. Like when they set that chick on fire with the acid sprinklers. Yeah. yeah that, that was, was pretty fun. cool. When she melted up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The special effects were pretty good in this movie. And I thought it was kind of fun. I liked it too. I liked I- it. I liked it, and I didn't want to like it. Right, right. This is I, not your bag, baby. No, I really didn't want to like it, and I ended up liking it anyway. Uh, it's really dumb. Really bananas. The, the actual event, like the story of it, doesn't make any sense. It was a spooky ghost, it's right? It's a ghost movie. Yeah. Of all things. Yeah. It's and killing people at a gym. Like a revenge for... D- unclear. Unclear. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, and it's just weird as shit. And whenever they kill people, they do a real nice job. Yeah, no, it's it's gory Mm -hmm. as shit. Uh, 
goofy, gory. Yeah, it is. It, very it's, 80s gore. I thought that it pissed me off at one point because I guess I didn't get to see enough Brenda Bake naked. Mm. Oh, yeah, Brenda Bake's in this from uh, Hot Shots Part 2. Then uh, I was like, man, this is taking too long. Brenda Bake's not naked the whole time. Blah, blah, blah. And then they kill the first person. And then it really starts rolling downhill. And I was like, oh, fuck, I like this movie, whatever. Yeah, I thought Despot was a good time. Uh, I'm going to give it a do as well. Do's? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's your podcast. Jackie, it's your pick next week. What are you going to pick? I haven't decided yet. Imagine that. Uh, all right. Well, tune in on Monday of next week, a week from today, a week from what you're doing right now, we will have a different movie that we'll talk about. Unless this is the future. Uh, no. How's that? Like in 150 years, someone finds it and they're listening to this. They could wait a week and then listen to the next one. They, they could. still do that. But they would have to do it on a Monday. For that, And we may not have Mondays in the future. I would like to get rid of Mondays. <laughs> like my coffee cup says. <sighs> no more Mondays and no more pork jobs. <laughs> yeah. Make America great again like in the 80s when every day was Monday. <laughs> uh, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.